What's up, boys? Dropping in with a hot mic. Yo, tambien. Si. Recordando. Como se estas, amigos? Uh, soy bien, más o menos. Oh. Estoy soy bien. Soy yeah. in this week's fantasy football game. Oh. Si, yo, tambien, posiblemente. Andrew, we... If Mark Andrews gives me a fucking flat zero, <laughs> god damn it! As if Amari Cooper wasn't enough, I might get zero from two players. <laughs> it's, not, it's it's like halftime. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he just caught a catch. Ah! Literally as we speak, <laughs> caught, caught, a, caught a ball. One catch for seven. Woo! So. If I hadn't made that last second switch to Baker over Dak, I I would have lost. Mm. Literally like 15 minutes before the game, I, I saw someone do that. That was, yeah. a, was a pro move. I saw someone say that uh, it was like sleeting in New England, and I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Against the number one defense in football in the sleet, like I'm finding New. someone else. And then I was like, oh, I actually just had Josh Allen, who killed the Dolphins. So even though Baker sucks, I'm sure he'll be able to put up something against the Dolphins. And he was right. Oh, boy, Andrew. My lead is winnowing. Yes. Yes. Let let the hate flow through you. Yes. Jesus. I can't, I can't catch Andrew, so I just want everyone else above me to lose. To maximize my chances. Can't be happy with Jesus I losing. Will. I need all oh. of you. Well, I, 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 Shane probably has it. Although Todd Gurley not doing well, so he's not safe. And then it's you Todd and Andrew Gurley. is pretty tight. And then Jesus already lost. So, and my my points four could hold if Mark Andrews knocks in a touchdown or something. So, I might be. I might. It's happening. In in theory, I might not. I might go from fifth place to second after after this week. If all three of you lose and I win and I keep my points for advantage, I would go all the way I up will, to second place. I will do my best. Yeah, please, Andrew. I've I've suffered so much this year, and if I <laughs> rattle off four straight wins to go into second place like two weeks before playoff season, that'd be pretty. It'll all be I mean, worth it. That would be pretty kick-ass. I, that's fair. Um, Andrew, you know if you win this match, I am never going to let it go that you complain to me about how much your team sucks and then went on to beat me, right? <laughs> right? Fucking Chris Godwin single-handedly. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I four of my starting players collectively put up 20 points. Although Lamar Jackson is also going to single-handedly win you the game as he already has 20 at yeah. halftime. Yeah. So, not even halftime. Yeah, not even. Almost. On 80 fucking he, passing yards. Are you kidding here, me? Here here's oh, the God. thing though is I watched him run in uh I you know, right before I hopped on the podcast, he had a 29-yard run. Guess where that 29-yard run ended? Guess what uh, a 30-yard run would have gotten him? <laughs> a that touchdown. Andrew, are you capable of being happy with your fantasy football team? <laughs> no it's never enough <laughs> never good enough i mean 
Must always improve. I appreciate Devin Singletary, even though I didn't start him against my better judgment, and would have he would have been better. Oh my god! Because boy, Waller, 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 you bought low, and uh, I did. I did buy low. He may just I, stay low. <laughs> I thought there was going to be some positive regression there, but I mean, Jared Cook. It seems like you just have another <laughs> yeah, solid option. Maybe. Who's had double-digit points for five straight weeks now? I mean, I know. I it's almost I like tried to, I tried to trade Jared Cook and I couldn't get people. I mean, now you could if you well, still want to maintain low on Waller. I I could. It's been iffy. I've got a lot of people right now that I could sell low on. <laughs> That's not really. I don't think really yeah. the strat. Is that how it's supposed to go? Andrew, you're bigger into stocks than me. Is it's sell low, buy high. Hey, right? I will. I will trade uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, okay. Aaron Jones, mm. Tyler Lockett, mm. and Darren Waller. Oh wow! All for a top, let's say, thirty running back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you Devin Singletary. <laughs> he's available. <laughs> uh, he's he's sitting on my bench doing nothing. So hey, what if I gave you Darren Waller for Devin Singletary? Yeah. Dude, that'd be a crazy trade. I don't know. Whoa. I'd be I'd be buying low. <laughs> you you would be. <laughs> yeah, you would be. Uh, I wonder if that ever happened. Someone they do a trade and then they just reverse it yeah, the next week because they're like, yeah. nah, you know what? I actually kind of liked it the other way, and both of them feel the same way. I've thought about uh, joking before to going back to the guy that I traded with early in the season and being like, hey, you want to trade Saquon Barkley for Michael Thomas? <laughs> yeah. I, I and, was uh, I was considering going back to Jesus and buying really low on David Johnson, <laughs> but that just feels like it really be mean. Like, steal steal a stud in Melvin. Gore. I don't know, like Kenny Galladay or something. <laughs> Dude, that that even sounds like too much. It might be, but over, over it's the, David a four fucking Johnson. Week period, David Johnson. Over a four week period of being active, David Johnson has zero point two points. I mean, he's he's probably still hurt. Something's going on. Probably. Or and he, you never know. Fantasy playoffs. He could he could be a league winner. You he, never know. He could pull a, a Derrick Henry. Yeah. Assuming that Jesus makes the playoffs. That's, yeah. This true. is looking he, unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because of me. <laughs> I stole all of his players. That, that looked like a decent I trade. I thought it was a fair in, trade. In theory. I mean, yeah. for, I don't know if this is going to make it onto the podcast or not. But yeah, me neither. For, uh, for context, uh, a guy... In our friend group, in our fantasy football league, traded Ryan, uh, Melvin Gordon, Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders, and Darren Waller for David Johnson, who at the time was like the number, like I want to say five or six running back, number six running back. But that was after he missed most of a game. So really, you know, when he played, he was like number four or something. Yeah. And then he was hurt, and they thought that it would be a week, maybe two at most. And he just hasn't come back. I literally traded him at basically the almost exact perfect time. One week earlier would have been yeah. actually perfect. But I was in complete desperation, win now, need the playoffs mode. And I also didn't do my research because I would never have probably bought Melvin Gordon knowing that he still had a bye week. And now Melvin Gordon has a bye and I still might be able to pull this one off. So you never know. And Emmanuel Sanders is not great. He's up and down, but not I great, turned turned Darren Waller into Devin Singletary, which I feel like is pretty decent-ish. He's borderline yeah. startable. Mm-hmm. He can, he's, he's an okay flex play. He's at least a starting running back, which is hard to come by nowadays. Yeah. 
so along with frank gore the ageless one yeah but he's definitely got the the lion's share of the carries in that backfield absolutely but so congrats andrew you're now projected to beat me have fun with your team in first place by two games oh man Man, my my team is such shit. That, that's what you told <laughs> so me bad. four hours ago. Such such a, such a bad team. I don't know why, but my projections just shot up too. I think I was only projected like one fourteen, and nothing changed. Now I'm up to one twenty one. So I don't know if it's um, just delayed. I don't know. This is why we usually do these on Sunday nights, listeners, because Monday nights is all about the fantasy it's just football. Fantasy. Just yeah, analyzing we're the fantasy, fantasy. cast. I'm your host, Matthew Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Sell high on Lamar Jackson, question mark? <laughs> Stupid clickbait title to get everyone in on the in How on much the team. of being on Friends do you remember? Or were you coked out for that entire period of your life? Oh, okay, yeah. So, f- fun story. I went and saw Avengers Endgame with, you know, uh, some of my friends that happened to be in Wisconsin at the time. Lucas was there. Our friend Michael was there. Michael's girlfriend was there. And we all went to go see Avengers. And Matthew Barry, you know, host of numerous fantasy football shows and podcasts and stuff, big on the ESPN fantasy, you know, circle, uh, had a cameo in the movie as, like, a security guard. And when they showed him, I, like, I looked at Lucas and I said, that's Matthew Barry. And I was whispering because we were in a movie theater. And Lucas went huh and when the movie was done he's like man he really let himself go nah. friends. yeah i know <laughs> no, i said matthew perry <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty good actually <laughs> he really let himself go and he went bald <laughs> wow that's pretty funny i didn't notice that cameo there were there was a million cameos though to be fair oh yeah and so I mean, if minute. Disney wanted, he he was like the guy that took the the briefcase from yeah. Tony Stark in the flashback. Yeah, I, yeah, the alternate dimension mm-hmm. Loki. I mean, if they wanted to, yeah. Disney could have all of ESPN be in the MCU right now as yeah. characters or as themselves. It's like shitty. I think as shitty superheroes Ooh. would be funnier. There are <laughs> plenty of shitty sports themed superheroes they could draw upon. Yeah. They are wearing hockey pads. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? God damn it. Okay. It's like my favorite movie, but it is like the last thing on planet Earth I expected to be thinking about. <laughs> With an Avengers fantasy football crossover. My mind is an enigma. <laughs> the inner machinations of my mind are an enigma. But episode 75 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast is coming to you clear and concisely. Woo! What a nice round number. Uh, um, I, I, eh, why do I always think, like, round numbers are zero or at least even? Because mm-hmm. that's what round numbers Ow. are. <laughs> I feel like it's quarters, you know. Um quarter of the way to 100 i i associate round with even mm. wow. i'm okay round I'm number see if there's an actual definition or if yeah. it's just a thing we made up I, 
the product of a considerably a considerable number of comparatively small factors. That doesn't know what the fuck that means. Honestly, I think it just means it's aesthetic. If I had to guess. With the spaces and the all caps and the weird font. It's aesthetic. Aesthetic. Today on the podcast, we have a man obsessed with aesthetic numbers. And that man is... Andrew Clark. I was debating which one of you would be that. Yeah. You could almost say I'm obsessed. (laughs) Fuck me. Wow. Wow. Lucas, combine (laughs) aesthetic with obsessed. Uh, Obsessed? It's not easy, is it? Obsessed. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Septic. I don't know. I'm just a cunning linguist. I don't know what. (laughs) I'm glad you remembered. (laughs) Today uh, on the podcast, we have a man who remembers every sexual compliment he's ever been given. Ryan Holtz. That's actually true, though. (laughs) Isn't that most people? I guess. I don't know. You locked that in. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Andrew. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Oh no, I I cut out for a second. Oh okay. I just I just came in in time for Lucas to uh, say Ryan, the guy who remembers every sexual compliment he's that's ever been given. Most guys I, to be. Fit. I feel like yeah. that's most. Yeah, that's at least most right. men, right? Or no? Because yeah. Andrew just got too many compliments. To... <laughs> sexual compliments are a dime a dozen to me. Yeah. So. <laughs> and she's just, just constantly being uh, showered. She just showered with sexual compliments. Um, I don't little you guys know my kink is actually being insulted so when people tell me how dumb and shitty I am that's a sexual compliment to me and when they tell you how awesome you are it's like an insult and you get angry yeah. <laughs> you won't like me when like I'm me. angry because <laughs> <laughs> then I start wearing hockey pads <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lucas. References are fun to writer. <laughs> Can we just add the whole podcast? Yeah, the whole podcast should just be sh- like find a way to shoehorn shitty references. <laughs> Seven steps to shitty. I mean, reference. that's basically what the first thing is in news of the week. Which yeah. I guess we're going into. Play music, future me. There you go. Oh, Modern Warfare, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is a way cooler game. Ooh, than yeah, Modern okay. Warfare. What? Modern Warfare sounds yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> There's a typo in the planning document for everyone who can't read it because you're not subscribed to us on Patreon, oh. where you can get access to the planning. I don't know if that's actually. But a you tier. can central it, Richard Nixon. Oh, is it? Is it part of? Is it sure? A tier? Okay, <laughs> we're inventing it on the spot. Do you want the shirt off our backs? <laughs> we'll give it. I don't know. If you uh, donate more than twenty five dollars a month, you get access to our our like tier plans before we do. Ooh, what was <laughs> that noise? <laughs> oh, me opening up a water ah. bottle. Ah, like you do. <clears throat> 
My tap water tastes like chlorine now. Should I be worried? Uh, yes. Chlorine is poison. Yeah, it wasn't like that much I, How much water are it's you like drinking? Cool. It's, it's, yeah, chlorine's not like that poisonous. Well, guys, though. I have to drink a lot of water. I'm really dehydrated from the chlorine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Water, water everywhere. <laughs> Yet too much chlorine to drink. Bobby. I always thought chlorine tasted like milk huh, um, as a kid. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it kind of does, though. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> right. Not in a good way, like that I drink it a lot, but like if, if you accidentally swallowed some, it would be like, Ugh. Tastes like weird milk. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet no, you halfway at weird milk. Yeah, weird milk, definitely. Not like, it's not like it tastes like some really nicely, like, put together, bought from the store milk jug milk. P- no. P- put together? Yeah, I don't know. This is... You know, Milk composition. I don't think Ryan knows what milk is and or tastes like. It has been a long time, actually. It might it might have been like four who years drinks, since I've had milk. Who drinks milk as an adult outside of maybe cereal? Yeah, I used to drink so much fucking milk and then I went Dude, to college. Me too. I think I like drank none. so much milk it made me lactose intolerant. Uh, oh, well, that's depressing. I, yeah. I, I fucking love milk. I never drink it anymore. Well, you're also dating somebody who's lactose intolerant <laughs> and living with them. Yeah, so no, that, it makes it easier because we never really had it around. But I think it's rubbing like, off. I think lactose intolerance is contagious. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so everybody will eventually become lactose intolerant, and like eventually your body will stop producing lactase. But it just happens at a different rate for everybody. So some people it happens when they're really young. Some people it happens when they're twenty. Some people it would happen when they were like 150 years old, but they just don't reach that point. But they're like a superior lot, a lot beings and <laughs> must be evolutionarily protected. Agreed. But like a lot of old people become lactose intolerant. You imagine it if could happen human... to you. It's a yeah. ticking time bomb. You imagine if the human race, like you know, had to decide on traits that were considered desirable, Ooh. and they're like intelligence, charm, and then they're... <laughs> I think we all need to be able to drink milk. <laughs> All of the, all the lactose intolerance must be spayed or neutered. <laughs> and they That'd just give everybody one. the, um, the it tastes like soap gene. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> no. What uh, what is that again? What what tastes like soap? Cilantro. Cilantro. Yeah, yeah I, I. It doesn't that. taste like soap to me, but I fucking hate cilantro. Hmm. It definitely kind of tastes a little soapy for me. It depends. It depends on how much and if it's mixed in properly. Like if it's like more of a garnish. Ugh. If it's like kind of mixed in, like a carne asada type thing, I can hmm. usually not really taste it too much. Wait, was this news? Yeah. Of the week? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the cooking cast. Yeah. Cooking, fantasy football, and uh, milk. We've got a bomb ass <laughs> eggplant parmesan lasagna for dinner. Yeah. Really good eggplant. That sounds fucking yeah. awesome. Who drinks like eggplant? Who drinks eggplant? <laughs> what? Uh, what? I said who drinks eggplant. I meant who eats eggplant, but I said who drinks, <laughs> who drinks eggplant. <laughs> Which is kind of. It's not wrong though. I have I'm seen gonna, eggplant I'm juice. Put that on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be seen eggplant juice, Andrew. And it sounds gross. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna wear it. Straight from the source. <laughs> 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 um, 
Bobby Kotick, CEO of Activision Blizzard, a company that is incredibly political after it sided with the tyrannical government instead of supporting a Hearthstone esports player's criticism of the Chinese government, says that the company's games shouldn't be political. Also, the new Call of Duty Modern Warfate made headlines when it launched <laughs> for implying that an American war crime was actually committed by Russians. I mean, just remember, no Russian. Yeah. Oh, uh, shitty reference. <laughs> we did it. Uh, false flag attack. Mm. That's what it was. Mm. <laughs> What was the war crime? Uh, highway of Death. I couldn't find it. Uh, I found some rings of it wasn't, it wasn't really like one set of war crimes. It, <laughs> it was wasn't like really a series of war crimes. It wasn't so much a war crime as, uh, you know, just some it wasn't guys one getting out of hand. War crime. Just a bunch of little <laughs> war crimes. Yeah. <laughs> and those little war crimes, you can almost overlook them, you know? Like, it's not a big deal. What is the Geneva Conventions? You know, just kind of—they're more guidelines than rules. I mean, okay, Jack Sparrow, <laughs> notorious war criminal Jack Sparrow. <laughs> that's the wor- That's got to be the worst war criminal I've ever seen. Yeah, okay, here's the thing. I've been thinking about this lately, God, and I know it's so not like an original thing. Seem. <laughs> what? I was just doing a pirate's reference. I don't fucking know, man. No, no, no. I mean, like, okay. So we, we as a society, and I, I do promise, we do live in a society. God, such a um, sociology major. Yeah. And that's uh, like all your papers, right? They just start, we as a society. We live in a society. <laughs> um, like, we, we watch all these, you know, movies and read all these books and TV shows and all that kind of shit where it's like, pirates uh you know outlaws cowboys uh you know the you know mobsters and all that kind of shit like we watch a lot of movies about people that are you know fucking criminals you know like and most of the time they're the good guys is there going to be a point where like war criminals and shit are seen like as like Freedom fighters, and like I, I get that's one thing. Yeah, that's actual like war criminals and terrorists Andrew, and shit. Let me introduce you to 1940s German cinema. <laughs> <laughs> the line between terrorism and freedom fighter. I I, under, tends I understand. To fall that. Under I went to college. <laughs> but I mean, like, just how long until? I mean, like, I mean, how long it could be? You know, hundred years from now, two hundred years from now, because I guarantee you there will be a western movie where the good guys are isis really? how long until that happens a western movie? i mean i mean i mean like a you know like a you know western world yeah i know i don't know about I mean, that one from a certain point of view you could make the argument that american sniper is uh celebrating people and action a war criminal uh, yeah I mean, weren't his crimes not in war? Like when he oh, was yeah. sniping people on top of the Superdome. <laughs> yeah. Like that was just during Hurricane Katrina. Yep. That was in America. Yeah. Those were just Americans. He was just killing quote unquote looters who were probably people trying to survive because he there's no to. food or infrastructure. 
Yeah. I mean, it's probably bullshit, but, like, you if you're the type of person that brags that you killed innocent people, or, you Wrote know, a fucking book Guilty. Yeah, guilty like, looters during a natural disaster. Like, you, you've done some oh, shit, yeah. you know? That, that's been so normalized for you that you don't see a problem with that. Kill, killing someone is seen as a lower-level crime than stealing yeah. any singular item. It, it could yeah. be fucking anything. Could be food. <laughs> yeah. During a natural disaster. It could have been a fucking television for all I care. He still killed people. Oh, yeah. No, it could be Grandma's Jewels. Yeah. <laughs> I... I, I I don't Give me see. the fucking Mona Lisa. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that thing's a piece of shit. Ooh. <laughs> like, got him, Da Vinci. I, I don't want to get all hashtag political oh, on wow. you guys, but like, <laughs> if someone breaks into my house and they just want to steal my stuff, I'm not going to shoot them. <laughs> yeah, I'm I feel like I can kill somebody because they're taking there's items. Yeah. An escalation to that point, definitely. You don't open with that. Yeah, I suppose if they break into my house to rape and murder me, sure. If they break into your house with weapons, I think that's when it crosses right. the threshold of, oh, oh they yeah, are prepared sure, to do physical harm. Because then at any harm. point, you could get killed. Like, if they I break into that. the house when the lights are off and it's late at night and they might have thought no one was home, that's that's probably a different thing. And I assume they would run away immediately after learning that, you know, someone's in the house. And if they don't, then yeah, they're once again starting to cross a little bit of a threshold there. So, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. That's uh. What were we style. talking about again? Yeah, well, this uh, Call of Duty. We were talking about a monumental <laughs> moment in the history of gaming that people have prophesized and memed about for what feels like generation, generations. Yeah, my friends, Half Life. VR is confirmed. Whoa. Still not Half-Life 3. <laughs> not even close. Actually takes place between 1 and 2. This is... Makes <laughs> sense. Such a cop-out. This is the uh, Lion King 1.5 of Half-Life uh, games. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you guys remember Lion King? Hell yeah. Half? They had the yeah. It's on Disney+. Plus. Did they have the Choose Your Own yeah. Adventure DVD game on Disney+. Plus? I can't imagine they do. Well, you never know, man. In this post-Bandersnatch world, they have no excuse. Yeah, Bandersnatch is on Netflix. The Choose Your Own Adventure from Lion King 1 and a Half could be on Disney+. Plus. Come on. Yeah. I mean, okay, so here's my question. As someone who didn't really get to participate in Half-Life Mania, and by the time I was old enough to really understand the themes and everything, it was very out of date... Do, is the fan base more looking for Half-Life 3 because the Half-Life 2 story left on a bit of a cliffhanger or no because idea. they Never just want him. more Half-Life? I think... Because if they just want more Half-Life, then this is the same as Half-Life Well, 3. I think Half-Life 2 very much ended on a cliffhanger, and that's why they've been so uh, adamant about Half-Life well, 3. that's what he asked. Yeah. That, that, then, yeah, then they wouldn't be that yeah. happy. But if people just really want more Half-Life and they love that universe and, you know, Valve creating those types of games, then there you go. That's something. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of upset about this because uh, 
some people that I have followed for a long time, uh, led by uh, Brandon Lash, formerly of, uh, you know, Freddy W and Rocket Jump on YouTube. Oh, you know, he was, uh, you know, he, he ended up joining Node, which is a YouTube channel put on, like, it's like half of the, like, Corridor Digital people, and then Brandon, and then, like, Freddy Wong used to be on it. There's a couple other guys. Uh, I've followed their channel for a long time, but Brandon is a video game developer. He's a VR game developer, and he started Stress Level Zero, which is a VR game developer. And they've been working on a game called Boneworks, which is very much a like a VR Half-Life-inspired kind of fourth-wall-breaking VR game. So I've been following them making that for a while, and it looks super cool, and it comes out in December. And I feel like it's not going to get very much hype anymore because half-life because hmm. it, it was getting super hyped up and then i would imagine this would kind of steal some of that thunder that's sad i but maybe not <laughs> maybe they'll be at the game awards next year and i mentioned that probably not it's a steam <laughs> game <laughs> well, I don't, are they excluded or well no but i mean like it's not a it's not a triple a developer and it i feel like vr steam games still wouldn't uh really make it into the indie category i don't know mm. we'll see though anything could happen we want to talk about the nominees at all for the game awards make any predictions or uh are we just gonna soak in the fact that death stranding was probably gonna win best game of the year even though kojima has an unusual relationship with the the game awards and might be a little sketchy if death stranding won Sure. Column A and B. <laughs> Have you guys played more Death Stranding? I've played way yeah. more Death Stranding. I, I've been playing it I've played too much Death Stranding, well. maybe. Have you guys seen uh, Video Game Donkey's review? I, I have not. <laughs> I, heard it's, I heard it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty... <laughs> he might disagree with you guys. I... A little bit? <laughs> I feel like I'm allowed to go harder after people who don't like the game after Donkey, after Donkey's video about the game. Oh, have you I seen have, it? yeah. Ah. Yeah. He's not no. a fan. That's putting it in my I mean, I, I just, I, I fully understand and will not blame anyone for not liking this game. I just don't think i could see any arguments for why it's a bad game well i mean andrew you gotta remember like, watch the video you know somebody kicks back five game fuels sits down for some gaming it loads up and you know none of the buttons make you shoot a gun what are you even supposed to do there are guns in the game though not at first <laughs> yeah not, not can for you a expect while. the modern then... gaming consumer to wait five hours before getting a gun in a game no i i what happens if you kill somebody i don't i have i have not killed anybody yet i also have not died yet um i think it's supposed to be really bad if either of those things because they turn into a nuke right essentially yeah Yeah. i don't want to find out um yeah, do we want to talk? Really, really. Do we want to talk about nominations at all, or do we want to go right into the Joker shit? <laughs> I really didn't play much of 
these games. So, I'm Death not Stranding going to have a great the, opinion. Uh, oh, no, wait, never mind. I have played two of these games. Death Stranding and Super Smash Bros. Quintessential Gamer. <laughs> Quintessential Gamer. There you go. Yeah, God, have I even played one of these? I'm scrolling through, like, all the categories. I don't think I've played <laughs> any of them. I almost bought all of these games. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I played Fortnite and Apex, but I mean, that's <laughs> free to play. Ah, Counter-Strike Go! Hey! I've played that. Woo. Wait, what? Esports Game of the Year, CSGO. Is this, how? It, it's got a pretty active esports community. I know, but doesn't it have to, like, come out that no, year? I don't think so. No? It just has oh. to perform that year. Overwatch oh, yeah. is on there. League oh, yeah, of Legends. I guess Fortnite is on here. Yeah, Fortnite. I, I Actually, all these games, I think, weren't made this mm. year. Holy shit. Yeah, CSGO, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch. Final Fantasy XIV is on here. I... For community support. Yeah, because it's like a live service game. Sure. Oh my god, Nintendo made every single one of the family <laughs> game nominees. <laughs> Good oh god Lord. yeah luigi's mansion 3 ring fit adventure super mario maker 2 super smash bros ultimate and yoshi's crafted world literally got, all five they got them they got a corner on the market yeah they're like pixar times a million <laughs> that is ridiculous not even one they couldn't even find a token non-nintendo game to throw in there in place of Yoshi's Crafted World or Ring Adventure or some shit. I'm looking shit. at fighting games, and I feel like... Ring Fit Adventure hasn't even come Dude, out it's yet. it's been out for about a month. <laughs> yeah. Is it really? No, oh, I didn't know shit. that. Shit. Doesn't belong in the list. Wow. Because <laughs> I'm uninformed. Yeah, I don't know what this is. I'm looking at... So I I'm looking at it. fighting games, and I feel like that picture for Dead or Alive 6 is the least amount of titty in any screenshot they could find of Dead or Alive. Yeah, they must have really had a dig. Yeah. And they still <laughs> still got a decent Why the amount. fuck is Jump Force for best <clears throat> fighting game? Bro, I don't know much about gaming. Yeah, they'll make the Mobile 29. game is a category. Ooh. I've never heard of any oh of these. Oh, God, it's still fresh indie game pre- presented by Subway. Nah. Ah. Oh. Ooh, Tetris 99 with the cheeky nom for multiplayer game. Uh, you know what? Oh, shit. That, maybe. Wait, they have narrative? <laughs> Narrative's a category in the Game Awards? It's just like best movie that is a video game. <laughs> well, no, because like the Outer Worlds and Death Stranding and Control are all on here. I don't know what the other two games are. Like, these are just... These games are in the other categories as well. Why wouldn't they just say, like, best writing or best story or something? Ooh. Okay, Mads Mikkelsen is up for best performer in Death Stranding. Do you think he shows up? <clears throat> Why? Do you think it's worth Mads Mikkelsen's time to go to the Game Awards? Probably not. Uh, pro- probably not. I mean, Norman Reedus is on here as well. I feel like Norman Reedus yeah. would show up for this. Really? Norman Reedus is in more demand than Mads Mikkelsen right now. And Norman Reedus is just, he is all on Kojima. Like, he is really, really into this shit. Like, he really likes 
whatever the fuck he took part in. (laughs) Oh, Ashley Birch is on here. I really like her. Just like a Beat Saber. Wait, wasn't Beat Saber nominated last year? (laughs) This is her best VR game. Beat Saber. Oh yeah, that I feel like we talked about that. This was definitely in here last year. Yeah, I definitely remember picking that because I love like watching Beat Saber. Huh. Well, that's fun. Yeah. We're real. You know, the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys, the Tonys, and the Game Awards. <laughs> All equally legitimate. Yeah, I get that E Gagat. E Gagat. It's better than E Ooh, Mads Mickelson could make his way through. <laughs> No, he couldn't. <laughs> Matt's Mickelson doesn't fucking make music. He will. Oh, okay. Cool. Clearly. pretty. It's like 80% of the EGOT winners are just uh, composers. Yeah. Because that's the only real way to do it, honestly. <laughs> Unless you're like a just international superstar like Donald Glover or some shit. And who, he's not even close. Not so. yet. I mean, he only has an Emmy, right? I don't think he's won a Grammy, has he? I don't believe so, but I, I, my point there... He's definitely not won an Oscar. My point there was, like, he is, what, pushing 40? He has a long career ahead of him. He's eh, definitely going to cool off. Oh, no, he has won Grammys. Ooh. He's won a lot of fucking Grammys. He's won five Grammys. So now, he just, now he just needs a Tony... Yeah, he just needs the easy ones now. (laughs) The Oscar and the Tony. Yeah, anybody can get those. Yeah, you could go get those right now. Yeah, those are the easiest of the of the four. (laughs) He has not been nominated for an Oscar, and obviously not for a Tony, because I don't know if he's done anything on Broadway. He has been nominated for a Golden Globe, but it was for TV work, not for film work. So. No, so that's just uh, paperweight then. Okay. Yeah, so just a no other piece deal. of shit. Mm-hmm. Who, who cares if you won Best Actor in a Television Series, Golden Globe? Was he writing for, uh, I forget, if, was it SNL or was it 30 Rock? 30 Rock. 30 Rock. When he was, like, our age, right? Oh, younger. Oh, boy. I think he was, like, 20. Wow. Well. Yeah, yeah. Lucas, how old are we? <laughs> He's, he's better than us. Oh, my God, yes. Way. We are getting to the point where when we say our age, it doesn't really, like, mean much. Yeah. We're going to be, like, 38 and, like, but he's only our age. <laughs> How is he so successful? Do you guys have that moment yeah. watching professional sports where they do a pr- player highlight and they are younger than us and you just, a small part of you is like, oh, fuck you significantly right. nowadays with the nba yeah. there's 19 yep. year, like luka Doncic is 20 and he's you know top three players in the nba yep. right now <laughs> he's significantly younger than us and say like, oh, okay that's yeah. cool Giannis is only like a year older than us yeah but all these guys are much larger and muscular and way more like manly okay. than wow. us so you can you can find someone in the field of academia or whatever you want who is much much better I mean, than you I won't have to look. I think we're all doing pretty all right, but. We're all all right. Hello, Wisconsin. I'm not going to say we're like, oh, wow, we're 24 and our lives are over, but. 
Put it this way. I think in our hometowns, like, people could think, like, wow, they did yeah. something. But, like, in, like, the university that we went to, we're, we're no. nothing. Like... Like if you if you even take one step above like the base level of impressive, like it it's not really worth much. I'm sure there's a ton of people in our college class that are doing huge crazy things. So and I. But then you get into the game of like how connected were they compared to us? How much of that was their own doing versus a situation they kind of got into? And it's. If they have success, they aren't allowed to feel good about it. <laughs> and it's just not like a psychologically productive thing to dwell on for too long. I'm not dwelling. Okay, I'm just saying like that's that's the way of the world, right. baby. There's always people better than you. It's almost like I'm saying the opposite. Mm. Like you really can't compare yourself to anyone else because I mean, it's kind of pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we all have a bunch of sexual compliments under our belt, and that's what's letting us get to sleep at night. Ah, man, so many. (laughs) (laughs) Got that mental Rolodex. (laughs) (laughs) So, Todd Phillips has since walked back this report... Uh, but for a while, it seemed like it was confirmed that the Joker is getting a sequel with Todd Phillips directing and Joaquin Phoenix likely to reprise his, uh, his role. Um, if it gets a sequel, does that mean it stops being cinema? Uh, yeah. You're not wrong. I see what you did Mm. there. Yeah. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen. And I remember interviews with Joaquin Phoenix very early on, who was like, yeah, I was never... What, you mean after you saw the movie? Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> talked to him. Me and Joaquin just kind of hey, kicked back. Hey, yeah. Joaquin. Yeah, I, I call him yeah. Joaquin. His friends call, I call him, him Joaquin. Joaquin. <laughs> I'm like, hey, would you ever do a sequel? Yeah. And he was like, nah, man. That ain't me. Mm. Big if true. Yep. And then a ten-year-old kid made him really nervous and scared. <laughs> I was like, "Why? Why are? Why are you here? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Leave! <laughs> this movie is not yep. for you. I, this superhero movie is not for you, ten-year-old child. It is not a superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then, in the face of Disney becoming an unrivaled monopoly in the film industry, the Trump administration is trying to make it legal for them to buy more movie theaters or ensure that only their films are playing in them. Yeah, it's interesting. I Actually, reading that article, my thought was, boy, yeah, this is a really, really interesting situation with some of the oldest laws governing modern cinema and... Yeah, it. I don't know. I, I I did just find it an interesting situation, but would be unfortunate if it played out the way it seems like it's going to. I mean, I have seen a lot of this on the internet, and I wonder how overstated it is. But it just depends on how much you value IP, basically, yeah. because Disney's not that big of a company in the grand scheme of things. Like, we, we always talk about how much of a monopoly they have over the entertainment business, but if you compare them to, like, Universal, mm-hmm. who I think is their closest, 
um like in similarity competitor like they're pretty much the same in terms of like business size and relative control and then if you compare them to someone like amazon like they're really not even in the same league so and also like it's interesting shit compared to like energy companies and that kind of stuff oh yeah god yeah if you if you expand it to actually include like big companies then yeah they're they're really not much but they have a just a unbelievable amount of original ip which is i guess the true monopoly and it's original ip that's successful Mm -hmm. i guess should be the monopoly asterisk yeah because i mean like you know the the dark universe (laughs) (laughs) people people have ip just Uh, i think you mean the dark universe cinematic cinematic universe universe. Yeah, like, people have IP all across this industry. Big, big companies have IP. It's just not very well-liked or very financially uh, worthwhile and successful, maybe. So, it, it is a weird one. And this, this one in particular is, like, the most obvious, like, if the government is going to allow you to do it, like, yeah, it's like a necessity. It's like, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Mm. So... Normally, a government would step in and be like, nah, fam, that's no good. But, here you go. On that charming note, we're going into the meme corner. The memes. Hey, I beat Andrew to it. Yep, you did. <laughs> I, I opened it up, I'm like, wait, there's already a red comment <laughs> in here that says the Tesla Cybertruck. So... That was me. What do you guys think about the the fucking Cybertruck? <laughs> Before we get into what the Cybertruck is and its unveiling and all that kind of shit, I saw something that made me think like, uh-huh, I don't know why any of this is happening because Elon Musk did an interview later talking about how uh, some of the things didn't work right because they spent so much time making sure that there was no brake pedal <laughs> in the Tesla Cybertruck. There is no brake because the AI is going to handle it for you as a driver. They do not want you to brake. And he's like, we didn't have to do this, but we put a lot of effort into it anyway. <laughs> so you cannot brake the Tesla Cybertruck. You cannot stop it. It <laughs> stops itself. You cannot stop and then- it. It decide the the truck decides when it doesn't move forward anymore. <laughs> you don't. God forbid you pull up next to a rival cyber truck. <laughs> they will not stop. They will never relent. There can only be one. <laughs> you cannot stop it. Let them fight. <laughs> It looks like the fucking warthog yeah. from Halo. Yeah. Very just helpless, helpless drivers in the driver's seat. He's, like, he's like, I have no control going. over this. Yeah. There's no gas pedal either. Uh, yeah, they do look like the warthog. I think they look like the kind of cars that I would draw as like a oh, six year old. Yeah, yeah, very pointy. Exceptionally uh, low polygon car. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I personally don't like it 
But I can see where the appeal right. is. Oh, it's and it's I, ugly, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, and I am seeing cool. a little bit of positive, like, people like, I would buy this because it's unique and it's weird. Right. You know? It's also like apparently it's, really fucking powerful. Like, the, oh, uh, yeah. the souped-up version has three engines. Not three cylinders, three engines. Yeah. I mean, that's the yeah, power of electric, baby. I, um, yeah, I don't... I, like, not all cars are aesthetically pleasing right. and there's some that are you know like the fucking g-wagon that people are like yeah i like that because there, it's there like is a value you. in being unique and yeah. there will not be very many people driving this i get that so i'm not i don't hate it from a business standpoint i think it looks fucking dumb and i would never drive it yeah but like hey <laughs> i can see people that would like it and would think it's cool so fair did enough, you man. uh did you guys see that it's going to be in Cyberpunk? Oh, fucking course it is. 2077? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That makes um, sense. Will the windows actually be bulletproof in the game? Nah. <laughs> that was so, such a fucking dumb demonstration. What the fu- <laughs> I forget, did that come before or after they like dropped the ball bearing in a tube onto like a plate of window because they were they did they did that demonstration for like five minutes where they kept like slowly increasing the height from which they dropped the ball bearing and like it was by the end it was you know like they were dropping it from 30 feet and it was hitting the window and everything was fine it was like if you're doing that what's the point of having some dude just fucking whip it (laughs) like you're just like all right tim fucking go for it man i don't uh, shit (laughs) do it and of course it's gonna break like, you got this very well balanced like the engineers are like it can withstand almost precisely 29.32 feet of uh pure gravity acceleration and then they're just like or like roughly one tim throwing it as hard as he can at the window like one seemed a lot more scientific and i don't know and then you and then he, they did it on the back window they were like well that didn't work let's do it again why why was the second why what 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 do you think went through their minds after the window shattered on the first attempt that they thought a second attempt would be beneficial to them at all yeah maybe this one's stronger even if it worked everyone was still only gonna remember the first window so all it did was just cement the idea that these windows will fucking shatter if uh, someone shoots them, even though they're throwing a ball bearing. Uh, and then that fucking sledgehammer, like, with the first truck, he hit that shit as hard as he could. And Elon even told him, like, yeah, yeah, really put your back into it. And then when he hit the, the cyber truck with the sledgehammer, it was like... Just the most, like, little love tap, like, <laughs> very, very restrained, like, dude, like, oh, wow, look, it's completely fine. And it's like, yeah, we all know what you're doing here. Oh. This is pretty obvious. But, but, but also, like, even if, even if it didn't go through the window, like, even if he threw that shit and it did not go through the window, what would that prove? <laughs> Doesn't mean it's fucking bulletproof. Yeah. Like, oh, that, this guy couldn't throw a ball through this window. Like, it. Clearly strong, probably yeah. stronger than normal window. That doesn't mean that it's going to take a fucking bullet. Yeah, I feel like it comes down to surface right. area, right? Like, sure, the ball's probably really fucking heavy, but, 
but spread out over a much wider surface area than and also a tiny not little going bullet. at the speed of I don't know a bullet. <laughs> well, sure, but that that's relative to you know mass times velocity and all that. So in theory, that balances out. But I think surface area comes mm-hmm. into play. And it, it becomes a lot harder to stop something that's a lot smaller if it has the same kinetic force as something that's, rel- you know, exactly the same, but with over a larger surface area. Anyway, nerdy. <laughs> it's I'll lean nerdy. into it. You're good. Well, it's like, the, it's like uh, the boys. I don't know if either of you have seen the boys yet, but there's, there's have you? Anyone? I have no? not yet. No. I'm sorry. Bueller? Okay. Well, it's kind of a spoiler, but there's a plane. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the Superman character, like, they're like, why can't you just, you know, fly under the plane and lift it into the air? And he's like, I'm way too small. I would just punch right through it. Like, I can't get over a wide enough surface area to lift it. So it's that concept, basically. (laughs) I'm glad the boys are taking shots at, you know, one of the three major things Superman is known for doing. Fantastic. Just basic, basic shit. Like that shit don't work Lifting a life, car, maybe. flying around the yeah. earth to turn back time, and then keeping oh, a plane God. in the air. Yeah. Well, and um, people falling from the sky and catching oh, yeah. them oh, while God, you're flying at like 100 shatter. miles. Yeah, they would just die. <laughs> They're still stunned, hitting zero miles an hour instantaneously. It'd be the same as hitting the ground. At least Spider-Man got that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. The amazing Spider-Man. The amazing yeah. Spider-Man. Not so amazing now, is it? <laughs> what the... Uh, well, considering he got replaced. Oh. <laughs> Go come back for Spider-Verse. Oh, no. Man. Just God, if Andrew about, Garfield is in... Forget about Andrew Garfield. Sequel. Just let him do his own thing. Yeah. What is his own thing? Has he done I anything? I think Spider-Man might have ruined his career a little bit. No, yeah, I he feel was like in, he was on... He was in Silence. Oh, wow. The, oh, yeah, that thing. That was a movie. <laughs> that was a movie. You're it not had wrong. Adam Driver in it. Oh, and Liam Neeson. I cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, he did Hacksaw Ridge. That's right. But that was back oh, in yeah. 2016. Huh. It's been it's been a little bit. It's been a hot minute. He's just sitting at home at night, drinking alone, watching Amazing Spider-Man on loop. <laughs> Jesus he, Christ! Just that one movie. Even he won't watch Amazing Spider-Man two. <laughs> It's hard to blame him. He's going to be in the new Lin-Manuel Miranda movie. Oh, yeah, that thing. (laughs) He's in demand. I demand somebody tell me what They Fly Now is. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, So... Star Wars released a 30-second clip from the new Star Wars movie coming out, right? Supposed to get people all hyped up. And uh, basically it just looks like um, they're kind of ripping off the scene from Return of the Jedi, which, you know, shocker, J.J. Abrams is making this movie just a copy of Return of the Jedi. Um, But it's like there's stormtroopers on sand bikes and they're they're chasing our heroes through the desert or something and uh they like launch another stormtrooper off the back and the stormtroopers got a jetpack and which begs the question why are they on fucking bikes if they have jetpacks um (laughs) (laughs) but um uh then comes the greatest 
uh, joke in Star Wars history, I am sure. A joke which belongs in, you know, the uh, the annals of NCIS Los Angeles and the like. <laughs> of uh, C-3PO says, They fly now? Uh, <laughs> to which uh, Finn replies, Oh no, they fly now! And then it zooms in on Poe's face, to which he then says, They fly now. Oh, it's so funny. So epic. God, these movies fucking suck. At least I saw this. You guys, Star Wars sucks. Like, I saw this and I was like, that's not funny at all. And then at least it got ripped apart on on Twitter. At least people really, really took that apart. Thank God. All I see is fucking fans being like, I'm trying to preserve the sanctity of these movies. I'm like, they were always campy bullshit. You just but it was liked fun, it. campy bullshit. Well, that's fun, campy bullshit. Yeah. Sure. Nah. That's as campy as the first movie. That's that's on par. Don't don't pretend like the first few movies had a one hundred percent hit rate on their campiness versus cringiness. No, absolutely. Like some like, some of them were some of them some were pretty moments. campy, but some of them were also really good. I I, I would say that Star Wars is a series of okay movies that have really good moments like I don't, there's only like one or two that i would actually call like solid movies that's fair but there's good moments thank god they have warner herzog just killing it with the mandalorian <laughs> god damn it. you guys have heard of baby yoda by now right oh yeah uh, that's oh, yeah. that that belongs in the meme apparently <laughs> when they finished it with the baby yoda stuff uh, somebody told Warner Herzog that they were gonna like uh, make it look better uh, with digital effects in post. He called them cowards. Did he say no. <laughs> <laughs> Warner Herzog. I like. I, I think you sent it into the group chat, right? Where he was, like, they were like, "What was it like? Were you intimidated working with John Favreau?" Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he was like I don't know who he was. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know. I'm fucking Werner Herzog. <laughs> He's like, like, should I, Ben? Like, you made yeah. a lot of good stuff. I've, it's like I have seen it. It's like asking Orson Welles, like, oh, were you intimidated working with Michael Bay? He's like, I mean... <laughs> Who? Yeah, what? Like, I'm Orson fucking Welles? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was another meme that I think I'm sure you guys saw, the Gonna Tell My Kids. Yeah, that shit's good. Which is... They're just totally ripping off of the wrong answers oh, absolutely. only Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the exact same thing. I don't know why no one feel like I'm taking crazy pills. No, it's still funny. Sure, but, like, the, it's not, the wrong it's answers not only things have I mean, been around for, I, what, I wouldn't like even five say, years? Like, that, that is a joke that I have seen for at least a couple of months. It just hasn't really caught on until now. Mm-hmm. Or someone would say, I'm going to tell my kids that this was, and then, you know, wrong answer. Yeah. But yeah, well, still it's on now. I think I think my favorite was uh, it said I'm gonna tell my kids this was Kylie Jenner, and it's a picture of Kylie Jenner, but from like five years ago before she got Ooh. a bunch of plastic surgery mm, and shit. Shade. Damn. Well, that was a lot of memes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, good like week for me. Yeah, yeah, when news slows big, big down and the memes pick up, it's how it goes. Yeah. Birth rates <laughs> go down and memes go up. You can't explain that. 
I think that'll take us into the breakouts. I didn't mention this last week because we were running a little long on stuff, but on the plane to Austin, I watched the movie Booksmart. Uh, either of you guys seen that? Nope. I don't believe so. Uh, so it's uh, another, I believe, I forget if it was written and directed, but it's another Seth Rogen movie. Uh, actually, I think it was just written by Seth Rogen. Um, it was kind of pitched as the, like, female equivalent of super bad and i don't think it ever quite gets to that level but it's still like a really i don't know interesting examination of what it's like to be a teenager in the late 2010s i don't think seth rogan was involved in this i thought he was i think it was a producer or something i don't know about that oh I don't. I honestly don't see his name at wow, all. Wow, that is my bad. That was just wrongly correlated to being like su- uh, to being similar to Superbad, one of my favorite movies of all time. But that drastically set the bar too high for this film. Mm, fair enough. Emily Halpern, Sarah Haskins, currently um, showrunner or EPs on Carol's Second Act, starring Patricia Heaton. On CBS. Cool. Made this movie. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Really, really good. Really funny. Um, I I don't know what it's like to be a teen girl in the late 2010s, but this movie didn't, like, hit me as hard or as personally as what uh, Superbad did. And I, it definitely wasn't supposed to, but definitely enjoyed it all throughout. Pretty yeah. good. You know. I take that. I always take that as a cinematic viewing experience. It's always worthwhile. Also, it it was also weirdly kind of refreshing how this being a movie that takes place in high school and it isn't just one group of students are complete and unjust assholes to another group of students. It's way more nuanced than that. And I, I found that a refreshing change of pace. Yeah. I watched um, I, f- I caught up on Always Sunny in Philadelphia um, the se- season finale was last week um, I caught up on The Good Place the winter finale was last week um, I'm s- still working on Silicon Valley The Crown Watchmen um, God there's more I know there's more <laughs> It's bad. Um, I feel like that gif of the girl with all the hot dogs hitting her in the face. <laughs> Except for the hot dogs are just TV shows that I must watch. Um, but I, I I feel confident that I've now checked two off the list. I'm, I'm getting there, slowly but surely. Ryan, did I tell you that I've accidentally ended up, uh, whenever I have like, you know, less than five minutes I need to kill, I'm, I, I'm ending up uh, watching clips of The Good Place on YouTube. Dude, just watch it. It's really I know good. I should, and honestly, the Jeremy Barry bit has me really close. Yeah. It's really, it's honestly, Jeremy Barry, yeah, that's like standard run-of-the-mill jokes. And I feel like the strength of the show is its narrative. 
So if you're just watching like isolated bits, you're not even getting like the the actual like meat and potatoes like good okay. shit. So I, I think it's worth a watch. And definitely watch just like the whole first season. I don't know how many episodes that is, but you know, they're only half an hour and the end of the first season will get you. Okay. So I love it. Andrew, what are you checking out? Um, so Jade and I just caught up on uh you know, we are now caught up on Rick and Morty for this season. Oh, yep, watching that. That was another yep. Yep. I forgot. Got got one more episode and then probably a couple of months before we get the rest of the season. We have, so that includes last night's episode? Then? Yeah. We, we yeah. have two more uh, episodes. I am not caught up on last night's. Mm. There are two more episodes thought, of Rick and Morty. I thought it was four coming no, out. And then another four. No, it's five and five. Oh, okay. Okay, so two, two, more, two more weeks. Yeah. Well, actually, they're um, skipping no, I've, Thanksgiving. I've seen next so then, week's episode. Yeah. yeah, I've seen next week's episode. You guys are going to like it. Wait, what? Yeah, I got connections. Uh, Come on, Lucas. Fuck, fuck you. you. Um, so, uh, I thought the toilet episode was... I thought it was good. Like, I thought it was funny, enjoyable. You know, not... You know, nothing special. Um, I thought the first episode was really enjoyable. I thought I thought that was kind of a uh, a good fourth wall breaking self own classic adventure with like new stuff thrown in. I thought it was just really solid. Um, um, Jesus, Jade. We might as well just say that we are um, officially in the group chat now. Yeah, we're in the group chat. Um, well, no, I, I I'm sure I am watching some stuff that you guys have not watched, such as the Dragon Prince season three. On the ladies and gentlemen, we are out of the group chat. What do you think of season three of the Dragon Prince? It's good. It's solid. It's, yeah. See, Elaborate. Well, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Like, I always said season one was a good, like, world building. Kind of, like, sucked you in, but it wasn't really that great. Season two was really solid. Like, just a good good narrative. Season three kind of just is continuing that. Uh, they made a Wonderwall joke. <laughs> is pretty fucking solid um and then uh i finally finished the first season of mindhunter finally i was just i was kind of sitting around like oh i'm kind of bored like a couple days ago i'm like wait i never finished season one of mindhunter did it come together like it was uh promised that it would what do you mean come together I don't know. It's just everybody I had ever heard talk about Mindhunter said that, oh, you got to stick it all the way through, you know? I mean, it definitely, like, it evolves pretty quickly. It doesn't really stay as one thing. It, you know, it becomes different things very quickly and rapidly. They introduce new characters that are really important to the story, and it's it's, you know, a grounded story and Holden is a fucking asshole mm. and I hate him. Uh, yeah. But, like, I, I would recommend at least finishing that first season, Lucas. I know you started it. I should never have, never have framed my interaction of this show around it being a Netflix and chill show. That, that was foolhardy of me. No, my God. Newt. Um... Uh, do I want to talk about this? Uh, okay, so 
for my uh, for various circumstances, I have ended up having to basically watch the entire first season of an anime called The Rising of the Shield Hero. Came out this year. I think it is the worst piece of media I've ever had to experience. Well, with a name like Rise of the Shield Hero, how could it not be utterly solid? Dude, can, can I give you a breakdown of what happens in this show? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so... <clears throat> Standard anime bullshit, a nerdy guy is transported to a fantasy world, and pretty quickly he finds out that he is one of four chosen heroes that have to save the world from destruction, blah blah blah, and is going to inherit a legendary weapon. Um, except he gets the bad one. He gets a shield. And everybody immediately thinks, oh wow, you got the shield, you must be fucking useless then. So... Already, this show is breaking my suspension of disbelief because if one of the four sacred MacGuffins is just going to be the bad one, why do they fucking have it? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <laughs> um, but okay, moving past that, uh, whatever, dude's down on his luck. Uh, somebody offers to help him out, though. Uh, an adventurer girl who later turns out to be the princess of the kingdom he's in. Of course. Yeah. Um, then she falsely accuses him of rape for literally oh no reason. Oh my god. Yeah. And now he is even more disenfranchised. Because he was the S.H.I.E.L.D. guy, and now everybody thinks he's a rapist, and uh, it... <laughs> Not a plot point you want to have in 2019, but there is no point to it other than it making a reader feel like that they are justified in their feelings of victimization in their own lives. So that's really shitty. And then immediately after that... The dude goes and buys a slave so that he can have somebody fight monsters for him because he can only defend, he can't really attack. And the slave is like a 10-year-old raccoon girl. Uh... But then, because her level goes up really fast, she is an adult woman, oh, but no. still 10 years oh, old. God. And you can't have it both ways, anime. You can't have it looks like a 10-year-old, but is really a 1,000-year-old dragon, and also looks like an adult woman, but is really a 10-year-old raccoon girl. That doesn't work. And, and oh, then God. just the diarrhea bow tie on the shit package is in, like, episode four, there's a whole thing where it's like, hey, man, you have a slave. That's not okay. And then there's a whole thing, whatever. And then at the very end of the episode, she's like, no, actually, I like being a slave for this guy. Uh, what? Oh, no. It's not allowed. The Rising oh. of the Shield Hero is one of the worst pieces of media I have ever checked out in my life. Wow. Oh, man. I feel fucking dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> 
That that was my weekly. Yes. You, that, that was some pretty good storytelling, though, Lucas. <laughs> just the, the way you started that. It just kept escalating. <laughs> Let it be known that Lucas the writer knows how to fill time on a podcast. Um, <laughs> let's go in the group chat for real now. Uh, episode three of Rick and Morty. What do we think? Uh, Ryan, you said you had it. not seen it oh. yet. Yeah. Um, it releases so late, unfortunately. Oh, that, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's like 1 a.m. for you, right? I mean, it's the same as you, I think. Oh. But, you know, I have work, <laughs> and I was at work all day. And <laughs> it's like you, except I, I have meaning yeah. in my life. <laughs> well, no, like, I mean, I just... It literally releases while I'm asleep, and then I wake up and go straight to work, and then I get home, eat, and start this podcast. So... Literally no time for it. I apologize. No, we can talk about it next week. Um, and in that case, sure. I'll just say that I... It, Rick and Morty is getting into a territory now where you have to describe episodes as good in a blank kind of way. And this was very much, I think, like a good classic Rick and Morty style episode. Andrew, do you, do you think I'm hitting the nail on the head with that? Yeah, and like without giving anything away because i don't want to spoil it for ryan like i thought the episode was enjoyable but i also kind of thought it was exhausting (laughs) yes that's fair it it was a standard length episode but felt maybe like 10 minutes longer than a regular episode of tv it it did it really did i thought by the time we finished with like kind of the opening plot point that kind of started off the story. I thought the episode was over. Oh, well. Thanks. <laughs> um, Andrew, where are you in Death Stranding? Um, where am I? So I have connected the those first three uh, bunkers to the network. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing a bunch of kind of like, I guess you could call them side deliveries. Yeah in between all of them to try to get my levels up and unlock new gear. Um, I went to the, like, South Distribution Center. Um, I built some roads. Okay, so you do um, have... I learned oh. I learned some of Fragile's backstory, and now I am just about to start my, like, next story mission. Ooh. The next part of the game is going to take you through a territory that I am convinced is modeled off of... Uh... The North American Badlands. And that is... I very much enjoyed that stretch of the game, having gone on a family vacation to that part of America. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, wait, so you have, like, a major road in your version of the game? Yep. Okay, cool. I. It's been super helpful. Fucking right. It, it feels really, really good to, like, as you play the game... And, like, contribute to certain things. Like, hey, I'll put in as much into the roads as I can, knowing that someone in another game will also contribute some to the roads. And then next time I start the game, there's just a fucking highway. And instead of walking for 20 minutes or even, like, taking the motorcycle and, Mm -hmm. you know, cutting that down to 10 minutes and still having to deal with, like, rivers and rocks and all that shit, I can just glide on the fucking highway and get there in a minute so gratifying awesome uh i'm a little bit ahead of you 
Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not going to say... I'm not going to give an hour estimate, but uh, I just met uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character for the first time, and I got whiplash. The game changed things up so quickly. It was bizarre and fantastic. All right. I, I look forward to it. So I'm not that far away from that then, I guess. Um, Chapter 3 goes on for a while. I, I'd say you're about halfway through Chapter 3 right now. Oh, shit. But then shit definitely hits the fan in Chapter 4. Okay. Uh, this is a really good game. Um, that Packer game was not good. Let's not even um, talk about it. Yeah, I literally... I don't know how much cutting you can do, but my idea was literally just like, yeah, so the Packers played yesterday, and then just hard <laughs> cut and like go to the, go to the wrap up, like just literally nothing else, because yeah, I don't want to talk. <laughs> can I ask one question about it? Oh, do you think we really just played like shit, or were they that much better than us, or did we just make enough mistakes Both. that it okay? Yeah, all of the above. Oh god, yeah. They're clearly a better team than us. We also were not firing on all cylinders. We got yeah, we got off to a bad start and just never recovered. Recover. So, like, do I think we could be competitive with them? Sure. We just weren't. Do I think they win like seven games out of ten against us? Yeah. They 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 are clearly clearly a better team than us. Yeah. Packers are really good. Probably not elite. The 49ers are an elite team. And the Ravens, yep. as we're watching this Monday night just dominate. It's even worse, honestly. The Rams are kind of distracting from how bad we mm. played because their game is even worse. Thank God. So, thank you, NFC bro. Andrew, you're locked into the playoffs anyway. Shut up. Oh, wait, is it over? Is he significantly? He is nine points it's, ahead it's of me. Not I'm not over. I'm, I'm not. But, no, Andrew, you won this game. God, Lamar Jackson put on a fucking clinic. Well, yeah, he's Lamar Jackson. I know. God, he's so cool. <laughs> with this, with this latest Russell Wilson game, he he's taking over first place in the mm-hmm. MVP race. Yeah, I think yeah, he. I think he got did carried, a, a week or two ago. You you had two dudes, just carry your team. Yeah, absolutely. Seventy points. Literally, more than half of my score came from two dudes. Way more than half. Yeah. Oh, Damn. shit. Well, me and Ian is close, but I'm looking like I'm going to prevail, assuming there's no crazy pick sixes or anything from the Baltimore defense. You can't give Ian anything, can you? Oh, I desperately need this win. <laughs> Ian doesn't need it. Yeah, Ian doesn't it's need shit. It's not going to matter. Oh. oh, my God. Sam is so close to Shane. Sam. Come on, Sam. You can do it. Robert Woods, I just need a little more. Please. This this if this actually happened and I win and all three of you lose and I jump all the way up to second seed, that would be I mean, just you jump righteous vindication. You jump all the way up to being tied with three other people for the second seed. Yes. Yeah, but I have I have the points for tiebreaker. Uh, fair. It would actually I would it would be honestly we'd be pretty accurate because I think you know whoever. Like two through five would be solely based on um, points four, mm-hmm. and Andrew is the leader in points four. So places one through five would accurately reflect the points four race. 
Like, it would actually be on point, which I don't know if I've ever seen. So, that would be kind of cool, at least. Yeah, enough games and... People would be getting what they deserve. evens out, yeah. Yeah, you'd hope, (laughs) but, you know, last two seasons have not proven that to me, personally. So, there you go. Alright, are we to the wind down? I'm discovering right now that a Nightmare Fuel version of Bob the Builder is coming to CBS All Access. I did see that. Oof. Although that's already... I think that's already been made. I think that CBS All Access is just licensing it. It's already Hmm. a thing. So how immediately are we going to start seeing more pirating because of all the goddamn streaming services i don't know we'll find out there's a lot of them i did the math on like the big ones that i thought were you know kind of the you know the, the must-haves mm-hmm. and including some like kind of not must-haves and i think i came out to like 94 dollars a month that's just still that's still less than a cable like subscription and you'd basically get the same amount if not more content and it's all on demand. Yeah. So, like, in theory, if people are willing to pay for cable, they should just ditch cable for every streaming platform. And you would be pay- saving money, getting more content, and watching it whenever I... you want. So. God, just about any show I can think of that's worth watching on cable does do the simultaneous uh, live stream yeah. release. So, yeah. Yeah. So, all the people complaining that it's just cable part two, it's like, it is definitely similar, <laughs> but it... It's improved. I, it's more consumer friendly. More options. Yep. Uh, so. Uh, oh, there were a lot of good a lot of people don't want to pay about that cable. though. Where it's just like, how is streaming supposed to save me money compared to cable? It's like Disney Plus, you know, nine dollars. Netflix, fifteen dollars. And there's always like one random one thrown in, like yeah, yeah, uh, for like for the TEDx. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> It's like Ted live subscription fee, and it's like forty five thousand yeah. <laughs> like, oh, dollars. Well. It's just like total cost seven thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this, I was edit. Ah, fuck it. I have a tie in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I apologize. I promise this podcast will get better. If you go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash voluntary underscore viewing. And donate some money to us if you are able to. Great tears. Or even if you're not. <laughs> Do you really need that milk? Look, you're already giving $900, 90 bucks a month to all the subscription services, all the streaming services. What's another 5 bucks to voluntary viewing? Huh? It's nothing. Yeah. Take it out of your kid's, co- kids college fund. Yeah, they don't need to go to college. For the time they're going to co- no. J- <laughs> j- just have them get a nice uh, apprenticeship. That'll lock them in. That that they'll be fine. That they're maybe they're gonna max out at like a you know eighty grand a year income, but they're gonna be hitting that early enough that it'll be fine. A truer statement has never been said. Thanks, Sensual Richard Nixon, for helping us out already. Still appreciate you. Um, if you have any questions for us or business opportunities, uh, 
Looking at you, Squarespace. Hit us up either in SoundCloud messages or on our email, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Uh, also follow us on Twitter to stay up to date. We are at V2 underscore podcast. Please like this podcast if you enjoyed this episode. Leave a review, leave a rating, all the stuff you can do to help us depending on the platform you're listening on. And of course, I am Lucas the Writer. Uh, chances are if you have an anime Hitler avatar on Twitter, you and I won't get along and you should not follow me on Twitter. Everybody else, though, we're probably cool, and you should give me a follow if you want to keep up to date with all of my projects. Oh, yeah, and I don't have anything, so don't even follow me. Don't even, don't you dare. <laughs> Stop following me. Don't you fucking dare. I will find you. <laughs> nope, we're ending it there. <laughs> We're just ending it there. I'm going to stop recording now. <laughs>